Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a long-awaited wait for our first episode, and the first one we released on, what was it? When did we put that one out? The the official launch. I don't remember. It was like two days ago? Like two days ago, a day and a half ago. <laughs> well, that one was, I feel like people are going to listen to that on the podcast, you'd be like, this isn't a launch, <laughs> they're just talking <laughs> about themselves. <laughs> I didn't even realize that's <laughs> kind of how it came off for a second. I know. Oh. Like, we're doing this and that, and uh, screw the people that are talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this is our official, actually our first official um, podcast. We're actually getting back to the urban legends and getting back to folklore and anything creepy. Yeah, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, if you guys are listening on the on the Paul uh, Fallen Paul <laughs> <laughs> the Fallen Hour, yeah. if you guys are listening on the Fallen Hour podcast, make sure you search us at uh, Facebook.com/slash Fallen Hour and on YouTube at Fallen Hour. And if you guys are on Facebook right now, make sure you guys visit us on the go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean. Just search at Fallen Hour Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, and we should pop up. And you guys can listen to us on the go. There's plenty of people listening to us out there just like working in the art pieces and things of that nature, especially with any, everybody home right now. Yeah. It's kind of like a good thing to get out there. Creep them out while they're already creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that being said, we are talking about the Stakini vampire. Is that how you say it? <laughs> He's been dreading saying this <laughs> all day. I, I was, my plan was set that Mark's going to say it. He's going to go in, he's going to make him say it. And here I can stop myself from reading that. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you say it? Sure. The Stakini we'll, vampire? We'll go with that. And this one is a Native American urban legend. And we are not launching another urban legend series about Native American lore, but this is... We're kind of dipping into these things. Mm-hmm. And I think especially if you're getting into urban legends, uh, Native American culture is the like epicenter to urban legends. Because you run into all of these, uh, whether it's reservations or communities, the urban legends always seem to tie their, in with their lore is just wow. Yeah, it's always seemed to, t- to tie into the urban legends in the area. It's like yeah. the Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, like where it kind of stems from is usually a lot of it is from Native American lore, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of them that I found are just wow. Like I didn't think some of them could be that brutal but they are yeah a lot of them are just some of them are dark like really dark and this one i mean especially so we'll give you like a rundown of what the uh, stakini vampire is and i believe stakini vampire stakini owl man stakini owl it's it's just a lot of names that what this kind of uh goes by well since you uh trailed on there and uh broke my (laughs) flow (laughs) why don't you get us started (laughs) What do you know, Marcus? Go ahead, I'll let you, since you worked so hard on your notes. I took some notes. I'll let you go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I took, so I took a different turn into it. Is I knew this was a... Um, it was said to be an owl man, so I kind of looked into Native American culture, especially with the owl. This is probably one of the most uh, feared animals, especially mm-hmm. in Native American culture. I mean, across the board, across the United States, every... Native American culture has something about the owl. Yeah. Like some of them are good omens, and but like it seems like 90% of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like they bring death or they're a sign of death or... And especially in this yeah. area, they're yeah. a sign of like a, a bad omen. There's actually a law passed inside of a, a tribe where they say you can shoot owls. Really? Because if they were perched on uh, your house, I mean, yeah. this is public. If they're perched on your house or you see them across the street or something, you have the right to shoot them because that's a Native American... Even if it's on somebody else's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Mike crazy. It <laughs> Fire a gun at a house and cops pull up. Oh, there was an owl on there. Like, oh, understandable. That's just like, it's so crazy. Oh, no is. worries. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so what, like, do they, what do they do with the, the body then? Like, like, did you get it? <laughs> I hope. Because, yeah, it's just like the rules change. It's kind of like that. You got to fly in your face. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Like. Um, I remember growing up um, on the reservation and um, kind of hearing how they're bad. Like you see one, um, somebody is literally somebody's going to die. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just everybody gets kind of it changes the tone yeah. of the conversation or even in the room when that kind of stuff comes up. Yeah, it, it does. It gets it's crazy. And I kind of learned that because we do a lot of these art shows and my first, my first collection was like nothing but owls. Yeah. Not one native bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I, I remember like coming to your, uh, your section once and I seen a lot of owl things. I'm like, <laughs> I think you're uh, targeting the wrong demographic here. <laughs> I think you're pushing the envelope there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I've seen a couple of people like really like it and other people are like you know that's that's bad that's really bad and i was looking into a lot of tribes and all it did was kind of give me like a like a a vague kind of description so uh, what i was reading about was many tribes uh, link the owl with witches Mm -hmm. and that was kind of um, i believe that's actually in the seminal uh is that they were like a form of witches and they would actually take on the the likeness of the seminal people mm-hmm. and but the thing was about them is that they noticed that these people wouldn't practice anything that would be sacred to their culture which means they they kind of held back when it came to cultural functions and things of that nature especially with uh, like powwows and things of that nature mm-hmm. as they wouldn't participate like do you think that's because they're afraid it's gonna bring it out or draw it out in a way possibly yeah, you know, um, the stikini is uh, actually seminal lore. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where this comes from. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it just um, it is. It's 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 crazy. It's it's really really you know dark if you read into it. It's it's pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and look. keep going. I want to hear what you got. <laughs> Um, and the thing that now the Sakini vampire is described as the great horned owl, which happens to be my favorite owl. Mm-hmm. And the um, and the thing is, they fear this owl because these uh, this tribe especially associated the horns to something of like a demonic nature, mm-hmm. or they would actually look at these with um, especially if they had horns, is they would have power. Mm-hmm. mystical power yeah they would have magical powers and they were actually um like a mystical being to that tribe mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you keep pausing <laughs> because you usually trail off there <laughs> but, um, 
Okay, good. Uh, some tribes, uh, some cultures, horns are a sign of spiritual powerfulness. Uh, one reason the horn owl is feared. Mm. I'm just going right off the notes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, drive, uh, some tribes believe the great horn owl isn't even a real bird, but a shapeshifter. There's yeah. another nugget for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah, they're um, with the stakini. Yeah, it's um, it was like there's a few um, kind of backgrounds on it. Like it, there's one uh, where it was a witch. You know, a long time ago, it right. was it was a witch, and it actually like a skinwalker. Like so that was like their, their first mentions of the stakini yeah, was like a witch. It, it did something really dark to gain this power. And it became just this monstrous like creature to where it, it um, takes on human form during the day. Yeah. And to the point where it even it doesn't even know it's this creature. Oh, weird. It almost like it's just it's out of its mind. Like So it's, I know that there is um, a seminal. Now, this is one of those things where you definitely do not touch on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of those things that we'll probably get some flack on because I mean, we did some urban legends, yeah, and especially that one where we're getting people writing us and telling us that you don't talk about these things. Yeah, so and that even, was even um, during like certain times of the year, you don't even mention this type of thing. Yeah, and that's kind of um, this is one of those things where like you don't even um, mention it because a fear of that you might turn into one, yeah. or it might draw one out, yeah, or the person you're talking about it to could be one, <laughs> and scary. then you just literally mark yourself for death. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. And then I remember one lady in particular writing us and telling us that you don't talk about these urban legends until the ground is frozen. That was with a certain one. Um, I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Dear Woman. I think it was Dear Woman. Yeah. That um, you don't mention it on, but before the ground is frozen or something. Yeah. I can't remember how and she And I remember it. one of our conversations, especially with the, the team we were working with on the urban legend series, <laughs> is that we're going into this urban legend series and I want everybody to be ready because there's going to be some backlash. backlash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially with people who are totally, totally sold out into their culture. Yeah. Into um, their culture, cultural, um, their like cultural religions and things mm-hmm. of that nature is that they're totally sold out in this thing. If, if they watch your videos, they're going to probably be really pissed off about it. Yeah. Like it, it, it is, it's that touchy to some people. Yeah. And um, especially if they, they are really, really, really deep into like tri- um, that traditional lifestyle, it's like um, a lot of times it's like nothing to play with. Yeah. To them, it's like it is. It's like almost like sacred. Like uh, only certain people can talk about it. Only certain people know the real names of these um, these beings or these um, right these, medicine yeah men. these yeah. creatures and stuff. Um, only um, certain people know, and it's the medicine men. They're like yeah. um, the ones that will tell you the story about it and everything, and they won't even say the real name of what it is. Yeah, for fear that if they do say it, you know, um, that person might repeat it and draw something out. So a lot of these the, the names of these things are really under wraps. Yeah. And I remember looking through some of these and actually really dug deep. And one of these things, I found the real name. Okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, get that out of my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to mess one with of the, that. One of the urban legends? Yeah, with one of these things that we're like, really looking into. I just like, all right, yeah, I don't want to repeat that. <laughs> because that could get like a lot of like really bad backlash. 
Like you really had to dig deep <laughs> to find that. And I, I found it and, and I was like, wow. That okay, was one of our struggles that, because I here. knew, especially going into urban legends was that it's going to be really hard to research because you're going to have to dig extremely yeah. deep, like almost dark web deep. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Like, um, that's why they're the only ones that, um, know what they're really called yeah. and why they don't usually tell people because of things like that. Somebody's just gonna put it out there like that and like, you know, put the real name and that could conjure these beings. Yeah. Like even just talking about it like this, it might not, but it might. Yeah. <laughs> but actually saying the real name could be calling this thing. Yeah. So that's why they're like, you know, you don't say the name. No, I know especially getting into these things, is that there's certain things we touched on, especially in our first season, that you really you gotta be careful with. Yeah. I mean the this man conspiracy was something dangerous. That we that kind of, we got into caused a lot of yeah that was kind of it caused a lot crazy. of insane nightmares yeah whether uh, whether that was like a, um like a real thing or not um something that had like that kind of power to like connection to it there is stories um somebody kind of um shared what that kind of thing could be it was actually one of our uh, listeners and followers and you know somebody that actually really engages in the um the the videos and podcasts. Yeah. Um, she mentioned that these are, um, it could be a dreamwalker. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and yeah, when I started looking at that, I was like, wow, okay, that's that's really cool, like really cool looking. So we gotta hold the put the brakes on there because we're trying to get into this bad <laughs> again. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but, but it, I think it's I think it's worth noting though that you just, I mean, especially I mean when you talk to people who aren't Native American. They don't know these things. They don't know that you can't talk about certain things. They don't yeah. know that you can't um, talk about certain things, especially if they're off season. Yeah. So I think that's one of the biggest reasons I want to mention that is to give people awareness out there that there are just certain things you don't talk to, especially Native Americans who are this cultural into yeah. these urban legends. Yeah, even certain places, they um, tribes, certain places, um, they if you go and ask questions, they will literally turn you away. Yeah. They'll, they won't talk. They won't say anything. They don't know anything. It's just, you know, leave it alone. And I remember um, when I was in Idaho, it was the same way when they were talking about um, Bigfoot sightings and stuff. When that whole thing came up, um, some, some people went down there trying to ask questions. And I think it was with a magazine and all the elders weren't, weren't talking. Yeah. It's like protected. Yeah. And yeah, so like it's it depends on who you ask, I guess. Yeah. So they're, some people they're... like, oh yeah, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> 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 That's kind of like how some people are, but they said mostly the elders are like, no, leave it alone. They don't want like if they find this thing, you know, it's it could bring all this like that, like that magazine or the news or you know stuff yeah. like that could draw all the wrong attention. Now, one thing I've learned about uh, the Stikini Vampire is they don't know if it if they would shapeshift at will or if it was almost like a curse to them. Yeah, it is um, kind of a curse. Yeah, because um, what I found was this um, shapeshifter. It doesn't like during the day. Like you know, there's um, one story. This doesn't even know it's this creature. That's how. It kind of protects itself like that. It's almost like a werewolf kind yeah, of Yeah, like movie it doesn't thing. know. Yeah. It doesn't know it's this creature until night comes. And then it goes out, and that's when it hunts, is at nighttime. And Strange. It, but what it does is wicked. It'll go out into the woods, 
like this is okay this is the story this um shapeshifter it'll go out into the woods and it'll literally vomit up its organs its insides everything inside of it it'll vomit it all out and it'll hang it in a tree to keep it away from like you know dogs and bears and all that kind of stuff it'll hang it in a tree strange and it'll shapeshift into a horned owl so does that mean Okay, so just I thought you're like it's hanging its skin and stuff on a tree, like freaking um, what's that? Is it a scary movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, freaking... not like that. It 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 it's, it keeps its shell, like basically its body is like its shell, but it, it it throws up its its heart, its intestines, its everything. It even like supposedly its soul. Strange. And it will hang it in a tree, to, almost like to, it's to, out of its control. Then yeah, to protect it because when it it goes into this this owl creature it's kind of vulnerable yeah um and that's when it hunts but the thing about it is it supposedly can turn into anything else it wants it could turn into like you know any kind of animal a wolf a fox but it's um you know animal of choice is the horned owl i wonder why that is i don't know it's like that i was trying to find that too but it'll it'll go out at night and it'll find its victim sleeping, you know, campers or even um, people with their window open. And it'll fly in and it'll literally rip your heart out. But the way it does it is it reaches down your throat. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dark. It'll rip it out. And now this is where it kind of... um. You can go like uh, either way. There's some like certain ways how it does this. There's different stories. Like um, some say that it'll rip your heart out, out of your throat, and eat it right there. It needs a human heart to survive. So it's got to get it's got to get one a night then. One human heart a night to survive. Oh my god. Yeah. And now what it does is it. They say um, it would eat it right there. And there's other stories where they say it'll go back to where its organs are, and it'll eat it there. And now there's another story where they say it'll go back to where its organs are. It'll swallow all its organs again and turn back in, into its human form and go home where it has like a um, like a pot. Like it's supposed to be like um, blessed in a way. And it'll cook the heart in this like pot and eat it that way. Strange. Yeah. And it's supposed to do this before the sun comes up. So there, I remember you talking about this in Herbal Legends series, and I know that especially people getting into this uh, this field is looking for some sort of protection. Yeah. And I especially know that because looking into the Stones Ones podcast, people are totally into protection stones and things yeah. of that nature. And one way, this is the only way to protect yourself, by the way, is actually if you feel like this this uh, Stakini vampire is attacking attacking your community. Mm-hmm. Is it's up to you to go out there in the woods and find where its organs are. Yeah. And kill it. Like if you're brave enough to try to kill this thing. Yeah. And you have to go the way like the only way to um find it is is to find its organs because when it's walking among people, it's impossible to tell if it's this uh creature or not. Like you're sticking freaking Yeah. <laughs> so what you're supposed to do is find its organs and basically wait sit there and wait until it comes back and to, and to swallow its organs back up and that's where you kill it oh strange 
Now there's a few different ways, um, theories. Um, the one way is you're, you can burn its organs because if it doesn't swallow its organs back up, it can't turn into a human again. And if it doesn't turn into a human before the sun rises, it's dead. So why wait for it to come back then? How else are you going to find it? I don't know. Why don't you just go look in the trees for some organs and then tear that thing apart? <laughs> what? That's literally what I meant. Like, that's how you find it. Okay, so why are we waiting for the, the vampire to come back then? Um, to kill because it. if you try to... If you try oh, to, so it would, be, yeah. it would still be alive. It would still be alive. Okay, I see what you're saying. It will still be this owl. So you can go out and try to find an owl and kill it, but it could just be an owl. That's why you find its organs. It's a very frustrating yeah. <laughs> kind of thing to hunt. So yeah, you, you find its organs and you wait. And yeah, there's one way they say you can kill it is by burning its organs. And there's another um, story where they say that's that won't even work. It won't oh burn. Gosh. Yeah, it won't burn. And what you need to do is you need to get arrows and they need to be blessed by a medicine man. They need to be decorated with owl feathers and... Um, basically blessed with like sacred herbs so it kind of does pull from the famous like vampire lore yeah is where you got get like a, a silver bullet or a blessed something blessed and yeah. kill it with silver bullets freaking it's a werewolf but it's, it kind of draws uh, kind of on those lines yeah because you got to have some sort of sacred object to kill it but don't you do you think the vampire and you know like werewolf stories kind of come from these kind of stories I think that's Native possible. American lore, because yeah. like that's kind of probably the basis but of what these. I wanted are. to especially jump into vampires in one of the episodes because that one is an insane subject. <laughs> I mean, there's there is literally. I mean, I thought it was like just like fake, like it was like um, I mean, there was Vlad the Impaler, of course, but there is or Dracula. There's, there's Dracula, like three different Draculas. Yeah, and but there's there's especially these. I mean, I was looking into these pubs in in uh, Romania and things of that nature. Yeah, and they have what they call sacred or ancient texts from vampires, and they're on these emblems inside of their their um, concrete in front of these restaurants that have been there for centuries. That's insane. And they are all owned by the same families throughout all those years. You don't think there's just like some kind of cult? <laughs> it could be. Just drink like but I innocent <laughs> people's blood because they can. Yeah, but I want to start researching that yeah, stuff like and I'll probably pull a podcast out of there. I mean, I've heard stories like some people say that like, I think I saw a vampire, you know, like kind of talked to one or yeah. met one and and uh, like, why would somebody lie about that? It's kind of a weird thing to lie about. Yeah. People might think you're batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, this is um, going back to this. Um, what you're supposed to do is, you know, get these arrows, have them blessed and decorated with, um, the owl feathers and you sit and you find these, it's organs and you sit and wait. And basically the, when it's most vulnerable is when it's swallowing its organs. So right when you see it start to swallow its organs, you're supposed to kill it with the arrows. Strange. And that's okay, so I had three pages of notes, and you just went, you just blew through them all. So, <laughs> is it, did you have that all in your notes? All of it, everything. <laughs> okay. The only thing I have is now, is that in some Native American cultures, the owl is looked at as a carrier of ancient knowledge and yeah. wisdom. Like it's uh, yeah, in some in some cultures, it's a sign of wisdom 
or carries wisdom. Okay, so I'm going to say something here, and it's kind of... Because <laughs> he doesn't want me to say it all. Okay, it's go. probably going to get some flack. I don't know if it is, but... It probably will. Have you noticed that there is specific times of year where especially Native Americans are passing away? Yeah. And could it's like that, a spike. Yeah, and could that be attributed to certain herbal legends in the nature? Because, I mean, around those times, they are practicing in, in certain things. Yeah. And you think somebody somebody could be in there practicing dark things yeah. while they're doing their thing. Yeah. Because there's always possible, there's yeah. always a darker side to the greater balance. Yeah. And there's especially always someone well, Yeah, with with anything there's always good and there's always bad. There's yeah. always a good side, there's always an evil side. Yeah. You know, some could be, you know, doing something that's supposed to be good. Just like how the skinwalkers are like the bad form. Yeah. Of uh, a culture, yeah, because they got to kill someone close to them to become a skinwalker. Yeah. skinwalker. Yeah, there's always darkness in every culture. Yeah, and so yeah, that that's possible. That could be possible. It could and be like just like bad medicine, man. Like like the skinwalker, like the stakini, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that could be that. Yeah, because I do. I notice there is a spike of deaths in around a certain time every single year yeah and i've and we've we've grown up knowing this since mm-hmm. we were young yeah i mean especially you don't um participate in certain things in certain mm-hmm. times of the year because there are basically a play at people's spirits and things mm-hmm. in nature yeah and especially people being totally scared about talking about certain things there could be certain myths and urban legends that are actually real yeah and they're possibly out there yeah yeah, there's like, yeah, there is always a dark, a dark side. Yeah. There is always a dark side to everything. So like, you know, one person could be doing it for good and another person could be there like literally totally under the radar doing something bad around that time. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Just like serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, that episode drops possibly, I'm going to say Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday. Okay. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Are you about? Are you are you all finished with this no, one? No, <laughs> actually, there's something else I wanted to bring up because it's uh, it kind of got like, it kind of made me laugh because you'll you'll see you'll see why. <laughs> oh, you're talking about this? Yeah. Um, like when I first started looking this up, and I came across Owlman, right? You know, and and that was one of the names of the Stikini. Mm-hmm. And I started looking into like trying to find all kinds of stuff on this, and I came across a different one. Now, when I heard Owl Man, like, the first thing I pictured was, like, this man-sized owl. owl. <laughs> yeah. Almost like Mothman. Is it like that? Thing. Is it like that picture, like, in the intro? But I know that's Mothman, yeah. but it's, he almost, or is that an Owl Man? It could be either way. That's where this kind of goes, is, you know, they could be, you know, um, confusing. Oh, I see what owl you're Man saying. for Mothman. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and there's okay, so if, if that's true then we have a ton of footage we can drop. Oh yeah. I mean there is especially one of my good friends, and she's totally she's into this moth <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> so these there's real footage of these. Yeah. People are seeing these things. Yeah, there's even one like during Halloween this one woman wanted to go to all these places, like where all these um these movies were based off of real you know, events like um, Amityville Horror or Mothman. Or, right. And she went out, actually went out and started going to these places. And, you know, she went to these locations and, you know, said like, you know, she felt this and that and maybe they would catch something. And when she went to where Mothman is from, she literally 
cried and was going to quit right there because of what happened. Oh. <laughs> Do you yeah, know the area? You got to find that. Um, West Virginia, I believe, is where Mothman is Okay, supposed to be from. But there's also um, 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 an owl man in um, Cornwall, England, I believe. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yes. Did you look that one yeah. up? Did you find that? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was kind of um, what I was kind of getting at because uh, he's the way they described him is like Mothman. They said he's around like five foot tall. It has you know big wings and glowing brown eyes and glowing red eyes. People kind of say it's. That's where it kind of varies. The strange thing was, is I learned this about probably a couple years ago, is about Mothman, mm. is that every time they had a sighting of him, a bridge in the area would collapse. Really? Yeah. Oh, Especially wow. big famous bridges. Or there would be a tragedy that would happen. There's something else you'll probably like about that. Um, now, this one in Cornwall, England, is supposed they, they call it Owl Man because they said it looked like a giant owl. And uh, when they started... Um, reporting these sightings there was it was always around a spike in ufo sightings oh weird and what's similar to that that shut off yeah uh, we have another that camera one okay <laughs> <laughs> but what was uh what's kind of interesting is the same thing happens with mothman every time there's a spike in ufo sightings there's a mothman sighting that's ugly. Yeah, Why is, is that? So now like some people think, oh, maybe he's an alien or maybe this is some kind of other creature or maybe that's what they're seeing. Strange. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the theories is that maybe it's like extraterrestrial. It could be. That, or it's a, a way that's ugly. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care who you are. But, but the funny thing is um, the one in Cornwall, or Cornwall, England, the person actually uh, investigated it and supposedly discovered it is the same person that discovered the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, weird. <laughs> Why is this guy attracted to... Now, if you... Uh, you gotta put this footage... In, in the 1970s, Doc Shields earned his living as a stage magician, producing instructional videos like this one for fellow magicians. It was when trying to promote this career in 1976 that he discovered his powers with Morgor, the fabled Cornish sea serpent. Arise, Morgor! Arise! I heard a few stories from local fishermen and uh, various people that a, a sea monster was lurking in Falmouth Bay, and I thought it would be a, a useful little publicity gimmick to suggest to the press that I was going to invoke the thing. How do you go about invoking sea monsters, Doc? Uh, what's the trick? Well, I simply make myself uh, as attractive as I possibly can to the beasties, and uh, it's a kind of abstract invitation that's uh, thrown out to them. This photo of Morgor, taken after the ritual ceremony, hit the headlines all round the world, with no one more surprised than the Doc himself. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, he's just crazy. He is. So they were kind of thinking, like, maybe that the Mothman one in Cornwall, England, or, I mean, Owlman, I get these two confused, because they're literally so similar. It's almost the exact same thing. They The glowing red eyes, or some people say it's glowing, like, goldish brown eyes. Okay, I feel like we're going into an episode two now. Are we going to do this episode <laughs> two? <laughs> no. uh, okay, but anyway, I'll just get through this really quick. But, yeah, they're kind of... Um, well, he was actually accused of being, you know, a hoaxer. He's, like, you know, known to be just crazy making up all these things but if you watch his video he's just 
he's weird. He believes in himself so much. Like he will actually stand on the um, edge of the ocean chanting and doing these weird things trying to conjure these beings. Wow. And when he, when the first sighting of the Loch Ness Monster showed up, he was out there and he had two naked witches with him. Oh standing there gosh. chanting and dancing with him. And they had a news crew there and they, he tried a couple times and he said that, uh, you know, he'll, he'll give it one more try and he went down there by himself and they stood up and they watched him and they, they were down there for a little while then finally something popped up out of the ocean. Oh my God. Yeah. Strange. So this guy, he is, he's, 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 he's nuts, man. He's legit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he like supposedly does his, all this research and tries to find out how to conjure these things. And they think maybe, maybe he made it up. Maybe he made up Owlman in Cornwall, England, or maybe he's the one that actually conjured this thing. That's strange. Yeah. Because that's what, that's his goal. That's what, that's what his goal is. It seems like is to try to conjure these, these, um, creatures or these, these, um, demonic type things or these monsters. He tries to conjure these beings. Now I've read a book and this, um, author has, it's been a long time friends of our our family. Mm And she was in uh, New York Best, or in is it New York Times, or is it is that what it's called? Uh, New York Times bestsellers. Yeah, bestsellers. Yeah. And she she told this story to our family actually before she put it in the book. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how in Haiti there was a demon summoned up mm-hmm. from hell, and this thing was a serpent, and it was yeah. terrorizing a village in Haiti for a week. Before yeah. it went back down. Now they they said that's kind of a, the same thing with this. They they think it's from hell. They think it was conjured from hell. The thing about that thing that serpent was is it would always come back. Yeah, it would always come back now. So, right? it, so I believe that then it could be one of those things that just keep coming back, like freaking. Um, so um, you think what happened was that they opened up kind of like a doorway? Yeah, and now that doorway won't close, or nobody has tried to close it okay I'm seeing a man he's dressed in all black he wears a hat and he's got really big teeth and wings what's his name <laughs> what <laughs> what's that movie called <laughs> the Babadook <laughs> no wait does he have big teeth freaking what's his name um Children of the Corn or freaking not Children of the Corn freaking I'm trying to think of a movie it's come they're, they're trying to do a, uh, a trilogy but he comes back like every 27 years you talking about um, Jeepers Creepers? Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I almost said that one actor's name with the big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like one of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like. So you think they opened up like kind of like opened up a doorway, and now this thing will come back every so often, right? To terrorize. So that because that could could that be one of the things like a stakini vampire? Then it could be. Like there, there's even um. Um, stories that this thing used to be human and there's others that say it never was right that it was this creature that masks itself as a human so could it have so it's, it's the opposite of a skinwalker it's an animal that shapeshifts into a human oh, rather so it than didn't, a it didn't, hu- rather, rather than a witch that shapeshifts into an owl it couldn't it didn't pay a price then to become yeah, that it's, it's that's what it is that's one story is that it didn't pay this price it, that it was just this creature already and then there's another story that says that it was a witch 
that did something really bad to gain this power. And then others say that if you talk about it, you could be at risk of turning into one. Yeah. So we did about a half hour there of talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. And yeah, I pretty much kind of touched on everything. Yeah, you touched on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the one in Cornwall, England, it was a uh, first sighting was in 76. Whoa. Yeah. That was a while ago. Weird. <laughs> We're going to drop that dude's videos. Yeah, you got to drop at least a clip in here because it's just, he's just hilarious. <laughs> he's just hilarious to me. Okay, so is that it? Are you done? Yeah, I think Did you get to fill your, your stupid notes there? I think <laughs> we pretty much touched on this one. This was like probably like um, one of my favorite things to look into because I it's just crazy. It is. It's just crazy. So do we have enough um, research to go into a second episode with this Dickini vampire? We possibly. Or do you, yeah. do you want to do more research on it, do a second episode, or do you want to move into a next urban legend? Yeah, I guess we can drop into the next one. And if we do find enough stuff for another um, episode of this, we'll, we'll come back to so it's it. It's kind of like one of those things, especially we mentioned in our um, launch, was that this is how it is. Like we get into a podcast and we're just learning about it. Well, you probably learned about it before me. Well, we're just not learning about it. I've learned about this like a year ago. Yeah, so. and we, and we, we kind of work our way through the podcast into yeah. structure of thought for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we do either another podcast about it and we learn more about it. And then that one's like a, a bombshell yeah. of, of all this evidence we bring to the table and things of that nature. Um, and then there's others where we stagger through it. Cause we <laughs> yeah. So it's always kind of hit and miss, but yeah. So that being said, are you done? I think that's it for this one. And I, that's the first time I said that for being now. said. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know. hear you say that to me last, yeah. the last podcast. That's like your, uh, I don't your even, catchphrase. I don't remember. Did you do your Truman Show thing in the nope. beginning of this? Nope. You didn't, didn't do that. No. You're not going to do that it up. <laughs> Changing it up. Okay, that being said, if you guys are on Facebook, make sure you listen to us on the go at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, whatever podcasting platform you have, most likely we are on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, search Stones of, uh, Stones of Bone. <laughs> search, <laughs> search Fallen Hour Radio on your favorite podcasting app. You'll be able to find the podcast on the go. If you guys are listening out there on the podcasting platforms, which I know there are many of you listening out there, make sure you visit us on Facebook at Fallen Hour. That's Facebook.com slash Fallen Hour. And on YouTube, search at Fallen Hour. You'll be able to find the podcast there, then video version. Also, if you guys are into healing stones, metaphysical properties, things of that nature, visit stones-bones.com, and you'll be able to find a wide variety of healing stones, fossils, and things of that nature. That's stones-bones.com. Also, uh, we are hoping to record with our new our new character <laughs> very, very soon, and this guy is going to be insane it's gonna be i actually can't wait for that yeah. one to, to so see it if myself I if i didn't explain it the last time very well is it's gonna be like delilah delilah just a more um mr t slash <laughs> <laughs> freaking who else yeah well, it's, it's just gonna be funny yeah I'll it's gonna be that. funny it's, gonna be, it's, gonna it's kind of like one of those things like you 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 go to these restaurants and you pay them to be rude to you yeah, they really have those. Yeah, that's kind of where this is gonna go. Yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna he's gonna be giving advice, but it's also gonna be he's gonna give you the real answer. Probably <laughs> yeah. should hear. And it's gonna be a segment that I'm excited to launch because I mean we get especially people who are just totally crazy people out there who want 
this sort of stuff and, and we'll want to do something yeah and, and we'll actually write into the the podcast and just to get his response or to get our response and it's gonna be something cool to go forward with yeah it's gonna be fun <laughs> that being said my name is Cedar Linick. this is Marcus and you are listening to Fallen Out Radio